0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hello and welcome. And this is Cindy Meyer. And this is the weekly Spirit Seeker Radio Show Hour. That brings you the latest in information on the mind, body, and spirit. We have published Spirit Seeker Magazine, which is a magazine that can be found as a print magazine in the Midwest. You will find us throughout all of Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City, and many other smaller venues um, in those states uh, as well. We have been published online since 1998. We have the weekly radio show, and we also have a Weekly email newsletter that keeps you posted about when the magazine is online, when the radio show is happening, who the guest is. We let you know about other fabulous mind, body, spirit uh, events happening throughout the Midwest. And so, it's really a good idea, um, you know, to give yourself that gift of having the email newsletter delivered to your email box uh, each and every week. We also do giveaways for books, for DVDs, CDs, um, and also we do get tickets to different opportunities throughout all the different cities Um, so it costs you nothing we don't ever ever give your information out Um, and so you get a chance to win things and and know about fabulous events Uh, to be on that email list please send an email to info info at spiritseeker.com, asking to be added. We also um, are delighted when you share that information, you know, with friends and family. And the more people know about this information, the better it is. Um, The magazines are archived at spiritseeker.com. The radio shows are archived at uh, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer, and Cindy Meyer is spelled C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. And so the beautiful part about having the radio show in this format is that you can listen to it at your leisure. If it's not convenient to listen to it when it's live, all you have to do is just go to the um, uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer, and you can listen to it any hour of the day or night, and you can forward it to friends and it's just really, it's really fabulous this way, and we know you listen after hours because I get the stats. So thank you. And um, the only other thing I want to mention is that the October issue is out, and we do have a tribute to Louise Hay, who is the founder of Hay House Publishing. Many of you uh, know of her fabulous work, and there's a great tribute to her this month. Um, there are. Um, we also are having uh, moon meditation and I, Cindy Meyer will be teaching some uh, feng shui classes coming up in November and I'll let you know about more of that later. Okay, so tonight my uh, guest is someone that I deeply admire and respect. She is in the front lines of health and wellness. Um, her name is Kathy Klug. She is a certified uh, instructor and registered aromatherapist. She is a nurse. She calls herself an uh, Aromatic, aromatic, rather, uh, alchemist, and I'm going to let her explain that. But I love that aromatic alchemist. She's a Reiki practitioner, and tonight Kathy um, will discuss the uh, essential oils and aromatherapy and all kinds of other things. Um, Kathy, are you there?
2: I am here, Cindy. Okay, Glad to great. Be
1: here. I know. I'm so excited, and you know, I am too. <laughs> it's fascinating that that we both started in nursing. So you know, I, I, from one nurse to another. Hats off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so Kathy, just just tell us about your journey. I mean, if you would, just you know, how I I I'm as a child did you always want to be a nurse? Uh, I or mean, how did all that happen? And then how did you segue from traditional medicine and blending it with more you know complementary medicine? Hmm,
2: okay. Well, um, as a child did I always want to be a nurse? The answer to that is no. <laughs> Actually, when I was a child, I wanted to be a gypsy. Oh. (laughs) uh, No, I became interested in nursing actually back in 1969, and that was because there was a new hospital opening here where I live in this little rural area, and I just felt I wanted to be a part of that. I felt that this... uh, medical profession was calling me I've always had a caring for people and so I thought well I would start out as a nurse's aide and give it a try so I did that and it worked and from there I went on to be a surgical technician and I spent many years working in the surgical department and I also worked in uh, the emergency room and OB and uh, more of the specialty areas than what I worked on the floor as a nurse and then I went on to actually, after the surgical technician, we had moved out of St. Genevieve. And so where we had moved to, I wasn't able to work as a surgical technician. So I decided to go into nursing. And I have to say that that was a good move for me. Um, I've always jo- enjoyed my nursing years. I have I learned so much over the years. and. Um, I just uh I, I my heart just goes out to people when they're not feeling well. They always need somebody to be there and I just felt I had that that desire to be with these people. But um when I, actually there wasn't an exact transition from that into alternative medicine. It's just that through the years I guess I got a little frustrated with some of the things that were going on with insurance companies and um seeing just different side effects and uh, different things that can happen with people when they take medication, and it's not that medication is, is not good for you, because it is, and I would never tell anyone to not take their medication. But I thought, you know, I, I've always been a child of nature, and so I thought there's, there's got to be other ways. And so I just started seeking it out and researching, and actually what I came across was information by Jeannie Rose, and uh, started reading some of her books and became very interested in the essential oils and aromatherapy. And at that time, gosh, that was back in the 70s, I guess. And at that time I thought, uh, this is what I want to do. I want to be in uh, alternative therapies. I want to know more about holistic therapies and what can be done in a more natural way.
1: Well, so how did you get drawn to the essential oils? I mean, how did that how did that happen? I mean, you know, because I I know how frustrated I was when I was in nursing Mm -hmm. when I when I first started studying. You know, I was introduced to all these different um, alternative healing things, and I joined the Holistic Nurses Association Mm -hmm. when it first started. And I went to one meeting, and I felt like I was spoon feeding people. They really had no idea, and I was like, "Okay, this is not going to work," because I, you know, I'm, you know, not that I felt like I knew more than them, but I kind of did, and I was just already like light years ahead of it. And so, but you know. I knew when I took the intake form, you know, so much of uh, nursing – was that intake form, and we both know it. And, you know, you're mm-hmm. you're taking mm-hmm. this information and you're asking, what, 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 what has happened in your life in the last two years? You know, what kind of stress have you been under? And almost always the story is before the illness, unless it's like, you know, an accident or something, the story would kind of unravel right there before your eyes. Oh, I went through a divorce. Oh, my mom died. Oh, my child died. And you can right. see the precursors, you know, and, and then now it's finally in the physical body, something showing up with the... Disease and you know and distress in their body Right. so right. for you for you what was I mean you really have a lot of experience with being the nurse's assistant the surgical tech I mean so you saw it from every angle
2: right right I did I saw it from the inside out actually yeah I mean very, very few people
1: physically you know yeah. Yes, and yeah, and for those that are, you, that are listening, very rarely, I mean, yes, as a nurse, you kind of, you learn about surgery and you learn about things and you see it, but, but rarely do you get the experience that Kathy has with being in those operating rooms and all that, so you get to see both ends of it, and very rarely do most nurses get that.
2: That's true. A lot of them only get what they, uh, uh, only see what they get in training, which is very little. Uh, right. You don't. When you're going through your rotation, you really don't get to spend a lot of time in each one of the different specialty areas because there's so many of them. But um, I was actually, the reason I got into surgery was because I was asked. I had helped one night in the OR, and from that, caused or made my D.O.N. at the time call me the next day and ask me if I would be interested in learning surgery as a surgical technician. And I said, well, when I did the help in the OR the night before, I wasn't actually in the OR. I was in the uh, sterilization part where I was working with all the instruments. And so I didn't actually see a surgery. So I told her, I said, well, could I just try it? And see how I do. And she said, Absolutely. Well, I tried it and I was only there for the first week and I fell in love with it. I just really liked it. But right. um, I just, as far as the essential oils, I just felt that there was more. Just, you know, how you can get a feeling that there's more to something. And I just felt like there was more to all of this, more than just um, writing prescriptions and more than just. Um, I don't know. I just I just knew there was something else, and it was just I was being drawn towards finding out what it was, and I hadn't really heard a lot about essential oils at that time because this was, you know, this like I said, this was back in the 70s, and. What I did, though, was I did hear about Jeannie Rose, and the reason I heard about her is because I have Native American background, and Jeannie Rose was Native American. And so I heard about her and the things that she was doing with alternative therapies, and um, so I wanted to learn more, and that's why I started reading her books. And she talked a lot about essential oils, and she did offer uh, courses in uh, learning how to use essential oils. And so I thought this is what I want to do. And I had set a goal at that time. I thought one of these days I want to be that person who can help others to learn about essential oils and how holistic therapies can help them. Never right. did I dream I would be an instructor. <laughs> you know, I never <laughs> dreamed that. But uh, I am, and, you know, I'm there, and it's, it's all good. I love it, and it, it's I, I love my students, and I'm glad that I'm able to continue to teach them so they can carry on all this information and all these alternative methods and um, just keep passing it on
1: right so so just to summarize before we close this nursing door. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to stress, Kathy was in nursing for 36 years, and she just retired from that. She worked in surgery, obstetrics. Um, she had my uh, – she she worked in the emergency room. She also worked in geriatrics and um, had a desk, desk job submitting information to um, working with the state with Medicare guidelines, et cetera. And so Kathy, I know, remembers when DRGs came in, which is diagnostic-related <laughs> guidelines. Do you remember?
2: Oh, And I yeah. was in –
1: I was in psychiatric nursing at that point, and um, I was actually managing a, a nine-doctor psychiatric practice, and we were the last ones to get the DRGs. But um, but we, the two of us here, have watched amazing shifts with mm-hmm. medical care. Mm-hmm. And right. um, and both of us are like, you know, we're the, the you know, I want to call us the queens, but, you know, but we are. We're like mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the holistic girls. And so... Right. I just think okay. So where did Reiki come in? I know that you um, you became a certified aromatherapy um, mm-hmm. teacher and pra- practitioner and teacher, and you became a Reiki practitioner. Let's just hear about how all this kind of led one thing led to another.
2: Well, it was just like I felt like it's it, it you know it started with the nursing, and I wanted to combine everything, and then uh, when I started learning about the essential oils which I was self-taught with that for several years until I found out about the courses that were being offered at Cheryl's Herbs. And then I learned, uh, went through my courses with Cheryl, and it was there at Cheryl's Herbs that I learned about Reiki. And because I'm one of the students that was in my class, was a Reiki practitioner, and so I, she kept talking about Reiki, and she, so I asked her, I said, what is this Reiki you're talking about? And she kind of explained it very briefly, but she told me that it was something that was another um, holistic therapy, that it was very spiritual, that it was energy work, and I just felt like I need to learn this. I need to learn this so that it, I can put it together with, with the essential oils. And so then I started to seek out people who taught Reiki and to find out more about it. I had looked into Healing Touch, which is very similar, but I was never able to get my schedule in alignment with the times that the Healing Touch was being taught. So I didn't get to do that, but I did the Reiki and... um, Actually, I will receive my master's attunement in Reiki in a couple of weeks,
1: so awesome. i'm really
2: yeah I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just really excited about that uh I have done what is called dragon Reiki. I have learned that I've been attuned to that, but I take all of these different um therapies that I've learned and I use them all together i, I entwine them i I put them all together in one way or another. And I just had a consultation. I do private consultations. And just as an example, I had a consultation with a lady the other day, and she was having some physical problems. So we talked about that, which I can use my nursing knowledge to kind of sort things out when it comes to physical. But then also with asking her questions, realized that there was also some emotional issues going on. And um, so what I did was I put together a couple of products for her that she could use, uh, using the essential oils and some herbal-infused oils, which I also make those. And then also talked to her about Reiki and suggested different things she could do um, that could be done with her or for her with the Reiki along with using the products that I was making for her with the essential oils. So we covered that uh, her issue with uh, – it was – you know mind body spirit, right, so we covered all of those areas, and i I really uh just really enjoy being able to take all of them and incorporate them together and helping someone and it's all not me doing any of this, it's all what is channeled through me um, from the divine, and um, I just listen to what I'm told
1: well, and that's the best way, you know mm-hmm. and right. um. Right, so so for listeners, we're covering a whole lot of information in a short time in this in this hour. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Reiki just for a little bit. Okay, so mm-hmm. I was trained in hands-on healing. Um, I studied with a man from Sweden who studied with a chiropractor from California, and without going into other details, it was mm-hmm. advanced healing. And and yet I kept hearing from people, "Oh, you'd be great at Reiki. You'd be great at Reiki." Mm-hmm. And so. When I studied Reiki, I was fascinated because I could feel the difference. Um, right. But but everyone treated me like a master healer anyway. So the way I got my attunements, Kathy, was pretty outrageous. I was I, I closed my eyes. I got my Reiki attunements. I was given um, a handbook. You know, like a little like not even a handbook. It was just like mm-hmm. a a. a a folder with some information in it, and I was told, go and read, and you'll know what to do. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I got Reiki 1 that way. I got Reiki mm-hmm. 2 that way. And then when I got my Reiki Master attunement, I got it from this gal that you know I had met along the way, and I really respected her. And she said, oh, normally my students take a six-week class to get a Reiki Master attunement, but you're already there, so um, I'm just going to give you your attunements, and you're ready to go. So mm-hmm. I walked out of my Reiki Master attunement having absolutely no idea what I was doing. I knew that I knew how to do Reiki, but I had no idea how to be a Reiki master teacher. So I actually interviewed Reiki masters and found one that I really loved and adored, and she lived in the cornfields of Illinois, and she was delighted to have someone in St. Louis, and so for two years, I taught with her, and I provided the students, I provided the space, she provided the books, and you know, that's how we did it. And we just split everything right down the middle. And, you know, I, and so when I did finally become, become Reiki master teacher on my own and of my own right, I felt totally secure and really, really appreciated the beautiful part of Reiki. And, um, and I've been teaching ever since it's, you know, it just hasn't stopped. and, that's how it is. And, you know, for you to become a Reiki master soon, I just really, really acknowledge you because it's another huge leap in and, um, and just being connected, you know, to source. So bravo.
2: Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and I, I mean, and kudos to you for... <laughs> For going through that the way you did, I mean, oh my gosh, you know,
1: well, they just they knew I knew healing, they knew it because right. I had studied with all these master healers, but you know what to become a Reiki master, you become a Reiki master, you're not a Reiki right. master teacher until you're right. ready, and right. you know, and you know you have to be ready, and so, but what I can honestly say is that Reiki has been one of the most beautiful gifts I've ever had in my life because you know, I just started teaching again, I had taken a year's hiatus from teaching. And I just started teaching, and I mean, I've had small groups, you know, three to four people, but mm-hmm. it's just been so nice for me to, like, be back in the energy of teaching it again. And and you're a natural teacher, and you will be fabulous as a teacher. I, I just know you will. So, bravo, you're going to be going to a whole new level with, you know, Reiki, no matter what you're doing, you know, it enhances it. You know, even if you're an aromatherapist, uh, you know, an acupuncturist, it doesn't matter what, any kind of, um, any, I, I just, you know, I have a client, a coaching client in Connecticut, um, who's a chiropractor, and she and her girlfriends went to Denver, uh, Colorado, and studied as, you know, th- the three of them went for for a little jaunt with the girls, and they became trained in Reiki 1 and Reiki 2. Mm-hmm. And I asked her today, she had her session today, and I said, how are you using it with your life? You know, what are you doing with it? And she goes, oh, my gosh, I'm using it with my patients. You know, like I do an adjustment, but then I... You know, use the symbols and I use the power, and she says, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. fabulous." I said, "Yeah," I said, "That's how it is." And you know, I've trained a lot of school teachers in Reiki and a lot of um, you know professionals, you know, doctors, lawyers. I mean, it's amazing mm-hmm. the people that are drawn to that healing discipline. Right. So this right. is this is you know a perfect adjunct. But now we're going to switch total gears and we're going to go to aromatherapy because. Okay. You know, Kathy, you talked about you do infusions and you do blah, 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 and you do custom things. Mm -hmm. The listeners, we're going to act act as if they know nothing. So tell us what you do.
2: What I do. Okay, well.
1: Because people don't know infusions. They don't know alchemy. Tell us what uh, what an alchemist is.
2: Well, I just gave myself that that title. I wanted a title because I alchemy is something that I have always been attracted to, but I always thought I am not a chemistry person, you know, but aromatherapy is chemistry, but it's organic chemistry. You're working with organic chemistry. So, when I was blending all these different oils together and coming up with all these different um, blends for certain issues. I, one, one day it just kind of hit me, and I thought, wow, this is kind of what an alchemist does. You know, you just take this, 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 and put it together to make this. Of course, I don't spin gold or anything like that, but um, I thought, oh, an aromatic alchemist. That's pretty cool. I like it. It just kind of just kind of had a nice ring to it, also, you know. And I thought I really like that because, yeah, this is what I do, and um, I do. I take essential oils and herbal infusions and uh, different types of carrier oils, and I make all kinds of products. salves and deodorants and powders and lotions and creams and the list goes on and on and on and on Um, today i spent my day making bath salts and foot soaks and i took many of my herbal infusions that i've just created over the past several weeks because it takes time to infuse them and i put them all together in separate jars because I'm going to be doing a couple of shows in October and I'm going to take all these with me. But um, aromatherapy is just, you know, aromatherapy has a definition, and I'll give that definition to you. And actually it's one that I'm going to quote from a pioneer of aromatherapy. Her name was Margaret Moray. She was a nurse also, by the way, and her husband was a doctor. And they both worked in the uh, holistic field. But she gave the definition of aromatherapy as being a holistic therapeutic application of genuine essential oils for enhancing the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health of an individual, which I think is an awesome definition. But I also think you need to add to that, because I think that aromatherapy is also an art and a science. And the art being in the blending of the essential oils and the science in, in no, having the knowledge and the understanding of the chemicals and the therapeutic properties that are within all, each essential oil, because they all have their own unique chemical properties. And these are the kinds of things that you learn in, a, in an aromatherapy course, um, and these properties can be, uh, there's many of them. There's different, how do I want to say this, uh, chemical constituent families. And in each one of those families falls many essential oils with all their therapeutic properties. And that's how you learn what essential oils to use when it comes to blending. So this is how, the, to me, this is the alchemy part of it. And the well, yeah. the yeah and the art and the blending of it is going to be why are you making this oil why are you making this blend what is the purpose for this blend is it for a headache is it for arthritis is it for um, tendonitis sinusitis any of these different um, issues and then you when you have an issue in front of you. When you have the knowledge of the chemical makeup of these individual oils, then you know which ones to go to to use in a blend to help that person and to help the body to heal itself.
1: So, Kathy, you have learned. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you just are this fount of knowledge. Okay. So, for the listeners, Can you explain, um, like, the quality of oils and that there's a difference in quality? Well. And I don't want to get into a contest of of saying this one's better than that one, but I do want
2: to explain that going
1: to Target or going to Mm -hmm. um, Walmart and getting an essential oil, it might be fine or it might not be fine. Right. But the the true alchemist, the true essential aromatherapy, like Cheryl's herbs, we know that her oils. Uh, which, by the way, all of you, Cheryl, Cheryl Horde, founder of Cheryl's herbs. We're talking about her. She made her transition, but Cheryl was a um, a musician in the St. Louis Symphony, and she and her right. husband Jeff were both. Fabulous musicians, and they, the St. Louis Symphony was in Hong Kong, I think it is, Mm -hmm. I think it was Hong Kong, and so when they were in Asia, they started studying all of these different herbs and essential oils, and they were fascinated by it, and they, um, so then they, you know then we're positioned in St. Louis you know the St. Louis Symphony was back here and they started this as long and they were still playing in the symphony but they started this company called Cheryl's Herbs and um Cheryl was the president of uh NAMA National Naha. Naha.
2: Naha. Naha. Yeah. Nation- yeah.
1: Okay t- tell us what that is National
2: It's National Association, Association of Holistic Aromatherapy.
1: Right. And Cheryl was just Oh my gosh! I don't even know how to explain it. But she ships to to this day. The the company's still in place. Her her husband runs it. Um, it they ship all over the world, and right. they are they are known. And Cheryl raised the bar. I mean, she just raised the bar. She's been part of Spirit Seeker mm-hmm. since we started, and mm-hmm. um and I met her in person the first time when she was presenting at Barnes Jewish uh, Hospital, caring for the caregiver, and she was teaching the caregivers of, you know, taking care of the family members or whoever um, right. that are sick and how to take care of yourself, strengthen your your own immune system, how to, uh, and that's, to me, that's the magic of essential oils. You can mm-hmm. change your, mm-hmm. your aura, your energy field. You can work with the immune system and strengthen that. You can work with changing, I mean, you can change everything with essential that's right. oils. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, so Cheryl was your teacher. I can't even imagine mm-hmm. how fabulous. Mm-hmm. And and she and I'm sure she knew that, you know, just like the surgical department that are like, will you please become, you know, one of us? Will you work in our arena? <laughs> I'm sure Cheryl saw the light in you and your knowledge with all of your background in medicine. So, I mean, I'm sure she knew. So I feel like she passed the baton on to you, Kathy, in a lot of ways. And um, I feel honored that I know both of you and know how all that worked. And um, so having her as your teacher and knowing Mm -hmm. the integrity, I mean, she raised the bar on integrity in so many ways. So let's talk about um, the fact that, you know, how you work with the oils, how you, how, just anything you want to share so that someone's like, well, how do I use that? What do I need? And how, you know, there's stress relief, there's energizers, there's so many different things. So however you want to go with it. You go.
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to your original question about the quality of the oils, and um, that is there are certain things that you need to look for on a label in order to know whether or not you're getting a good oil. Uh, And if if there's, I'm going to tell you what those are. And if if any of that is missing, I wouldn't even buy it. But there are certain things you want to look for. And first of all, let's say you're, buying, uh, you're looking for a bottle of lavender. So, of course, it's going to have the name lavender on it, which is that's the common name of the essential oil. But you also want to look for the Latin binomial name of any essential oil that you buy. With lavender, it's going to be lavendula and gustafolia. So you always want to look for that name. That name tells us about the oil. It tells us the genus and the species of the plant that the oil came from, and it tells us within that species it tells us the specific type of oil that it is, because there are different many different species of lavender, and each one of them has different properties. So you want to look for the common name and the Latin name, but you also want to look for um, a batch number or a lot number. Because anybody, any company who manufactures or sells essential oils is required to have those lot numbers on there. So if there's a problem, of course, they can go back and look to see what the deal was with that batch. Um, You also need to look for how that oil was grown. Was it grown in the wild? Is it organic? Was it farmed? And then the other thing you want to look for is a contact number for that company. And if there's, there's some essential oils out there, that when you look at the label, it might have the common name, but a lot of the other information isn't there. If these are good therapeutic, genuine essential oils, all that information is going to be there because the companies are required to put it there. Anything else, and this is what I teach my students, anything else, I wouldn't even purchase it because you're not going to be sure about that oil. If you've got a company name on there, you've got a a name and a contact number that you can call that company to question them about it, or you can call them and ask them for what is called a GCMS report on each one of these oils. And with that report you will get the information, all the information you need to know about that oil and what natural chemicals are within that oil. That's so, a lot right there. Yeah, it is. So give us an it
1: example. Is. Like lavender is not lavender mm-hmm. is not lavender.
2: Right, right. If, if you look at a, a label and it just says lavender, that's not telling you anything. But if you look at it and it says it's um, spike lavender and it's going to have the Latin name for it, which is going to be stoechas, then that tells you this lavender is going to be good to use for any kind of respiratory issues. And these are the kind of things you learn when you take these aromatherapy courses because you learn all these different chemicals and you learn what these chemicals are for and all these different chemical families. Um, okay, let me, let me give you this example. With lavender, the one chemical family that lavender falls under is esters. And esters are, have the therapeutic value of or properties of balancing and also it helps to calm and soothe the central nervous system, which is why lavender is so good to help a person with resting or sleeping or relaxation. It's called a nervine, or it has sedative qualities to it. And that's because of the ester linol that's contained within that oil. So there's twelve is different chemicals.
1: Okay, okay. Then way too much sedative. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> is your okay. head
2: spinning? You asked yes. me. Yes. <laughs> but but limonol is because- what has that sedative action, and that is an actual natural chemical. But it has that sedative action to it, and that is why lavender is so good for helping you to relax. But if you don't learn this information, if you don't know it, then you go if a person goes and picks up a bottle of lavender from Target or Walmart or wherever wherever and right. it doesn't have this specific information in on the label, then you don't know what you're picking up. You don't know what is in that oil. Right? So, it's good to be very educated and knowledgeable when you're purchasing essential oils. And if it's something that a person feels um, they don't want to to learn all of this, they just want to know a little bit about it, then it's a good idea to just know somebody who is an aromatherapist who has been through all of the courses and has the education so that you can ask them about it, so they can direct you on what to buy and where to buy it.
1: Right. So, Candy, let's um... – Let's talk about some basic essential oils um that are fabulous to always have on hand. Like if someone's saying, "Okay, where should I start? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. what what are the go-tos?" um and you know, I have mm-hmm. to tell you, I picked up this book. Oh god, it was probably 8 or 10 years ago, but I was mm-hmm. um and it was when Borders were still in St. Louis and oh, cool. um I remember walking over to the clearance rack and I picked up picked up this book and I just kind of I was fascinated. It said um uh, parenting of the future, and, and it was something to do on the title with holistic health and wellness or whatever. So I opened it up and it said the parents of the future will be trained in hands on healing. And when a child falls and they are, are, you know, their knees are, you know, scraped and et cetera, those parents will just put their hands on that child and the parent will feel better automatically right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you get the the point and i thought Mm -hmm. how fascinating and i feel like we're coming to that because it's like everywhere i'm going now there's people with diffusers and they have essential oils diffusing and i mean you didn't get that 10 years ago we've all right Mm -hmm. right society has changed so if you would be kind enough to just talk about what are the go-tos that you would recommend, and and um uh, and also before we even do that, your website so that they know where to go to to find this.
2: Okay. Um. All right. Well, I always instruct tell my students if you can't have any other essential oil in your house, have lavender and tea tree. Lavender and tea tree cover a lot of areas. They uh. Tea tree, I, tea tree has a lot of antis, a n t i, a lot of antis. In other words, antifungal, antimicrobial, antibacterial, antiseptic, so on and so forth. Mainly known for its antifungal properties. Lavender is the same way. Lavender is also has these these uh, chemical properties. It's also called uh, has vulnerary properties, which is wound healing. So lavender and tea tree are the two that I always tell everybody to have on hand. Other than that, those two, you might want to consider eucalyptus, of course for cold and flu season, eucalyptus radiata, not eucalyptus globulus, especially if you have children or infants in your home. So you would want to stick with eucalyptus radiata. Um, Another good one to have is helichrysum because it's an excellent anti-inflammatory. It works for a lo- it's, it's known to work for a lot of different issues, but it is one of those essential oils that is more on the expensive side. So what I always suggest to any of my clients or my students is if, you, if there's an essential oil you would like to have such as helichrysum because of its anti-inflammatory properties, but you don't want to spend the money on it or you feel you can't afford to spend that much money, then get the helichrysum hydrosol. Hydrosols are a byproduct of the distillation process when essential oils are extracted from a plant. So you're getting the same properties and a hydrosol. Hydrosol is like a water, just like what it says. It's hydro. But, it's, of course, it's not going to be as concentrated as the essential oils. It has the same properties, but they just won't be as powerful. But they're still going to be good to use, and I love hydrosols. I use them all the time. They're safe to spray in your houses. They're safe to spray on yourself for... Any of the female ladies out there or female people out there who are having any kind of issues, let's say with all these female issues such as menopause, premenopause, PMS, things like this, one hydrosol you can use to spray is rose geranium. You can spray it right on yourself, it will get rid of those horrible hot flashes instantly. Um, but there's just, I mean, there's so many, but those are ones that I would have on hand, you okay. know, uh, Any rather than any of the other ones. If you can only pick a few, just choose those few.
1: So eucalyptus versus peppermint.
2: Peppermint is more uh, of an analgesic rather than uh, eucalyptus is going to be used more for um, respiratory issues. Peppermint can be either stimulating or can be relaxing. It depends on how you use it and how much of it you use. With peppermint, you also have to think of the safety factors because with peppermint, uh, you you need to use it. You always use essential oils with a carrier oil, but it can be a skin irritant, so you have to be careful with that. There are safety issues with just about everything and essential oils has also has safety issues. Some of them can be major, but as long as you have the knowledge, you know what you're doing, you know how to use it, it's just like anything else. You just need to know how to do it. And like I said, if you don't know, then get a hold of somebody who does, right? And ask
1: them I'm about gonna, it. You know, after after the surgeries, you know, some people know, some people don't, and probably most listeners don't. Um, I went through breast cancer in 2006, and um, before the breast cancer, I had broken my ankle, shattered it, took ten screws and a plate to put it back together again, and I, I remember that. Oh my gosh! I mean, 2006 yeah. and then 2012, both years. You know, it was like really. <laughs> and so, um, in 2006, you know, I I had the surgery for the the broken ankle, putting ten screws in a plate to put put it back together again. You know, and um, and then I went. I was barely out of the wheelchair still in a walking boot or walking shoe and then you know the breast cancer thing and so Mm -hmm. i had terrible reactions to the anesthesia and was quite ill and um the peppermint is the only thing that got me through it peppermint Mm -hmm. on my stomach which Mm -hmm. calmed it down and um and that you know really helped but you know there's so many things that you just don't know i you know it was like what should I do, you know? And then when I went through the chemo, um, I had a friend who was a Reiki practitioner and an aromatherapist, and she came and did reflexology um, mm-hmm. and used in Reiki and aromatherapy while I was going through the chemo. Mm-hmm. And what I did with the chemo is when, before they, I would allow them to put it in my body, um, I would infuse it with Reiki, powerizing what I right. needed and removing what I didn't need. You know, and Mm -hmm. you know, they all thought I was kind of wacko, but I really didn't care. And, (laughs) And my and my and my neighbor had gone through breast cancer, and I had, you know, worked on her and supported her, and so her gift to me was to drive me to my sessions and. Anyone who's ever been through this, you know that when you go through a chemotherapy, it's not, you know, session, it's not like in and out. You're in there for several hours. So it's quite a devotion to have someone who will sit there with you and be there and support you. And I remember my neighbor saying, don't you think these oils are kind of strong? And don't you think that you know maybe like it might be bothering people? And I said, Oh no, I don't look at it that way at all. Mm-hmm. I look at it like everyone in this room is being blessed, including right. <laughs> the including the staff who were running around working to help make everything happen for us. I said, no, everyone in this room is getting a huge infusion of energy from the Reiki, from the reflexology and the essential oils, you know. And then it was funny, Kathy, you'll get it. You know, people, a couple of people came up to me and they were like, are you that lady that publishes Spirit Seeker magazine? And I (laughs) was like, and I was kind of quiet about the whole thing, you know. I just was like, Mm -hmm. you know, in shock Mm -hmm. myself. And I said, yes, I am. And so then there was that layer of it and then I did meetings you know I would have people come and I would do meetings while I was getting chemo because I was there for like so long six or seven hours and you know and and they would come in and they had never been in a chemotherapy suite it's quite an experience you know and Mm -hmm. you know the whole thing but but the whole deal for me was to support it from every angle and when I had the mastectomy I was Oh, or reconstruction, I guess it was, I was at an outpatient surgery center. You went in and you were there for one night and, you know, another six-hour surgery. And so um, I had uh, all my essential oils with me, and then um, I had my friend who was a Reiki master uh, and also a healing touch practitioner, and she came with me and was with me all the way up until I went in the operating room And then she was there with another um, fellow practitioner when I came out. And when I got to my room, they did the healing touch um, technique that drains the anesthesia Mm -hmm. out of your body so that you are then snap, snap your back because that anesthesia can stay in there for forever. And, you know, you're really sludged. You can't Mm -hmm. think. You can't Mm -hmm. read. You can't even do any of it. And so they did that. And and also, you know, and so – I'll never forget this. There there was a huge uh, storm that knocked all the power out of St. Louis, and here I am in this surgery center with no power, right? But it didn't (laughs) happen until kind of later in the evening, and I was like, oh, whatever, you know, I'm fine. And so I used all my oils. I I had a long-distance Qigong session, and then my two people had been there to do, you know, Reiki and Healing Touch. And so the next morning, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm dressed and ready have my makeup on. I don't know quite delusional i get that part but here i am with my makeup on and i'm like snap 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 when is that doctor going to get here i said i'm really ready to go home and they just looked at me because you know we were on cell phones because there was no electric the phone systems were knocked out and um and so that was the first first part and then three months later i came in for the rest of the reconstruction and i walked in and i had my oils again of course because my oils go with me everywhere and The nurses came in, and they're like, oh, we remember you. I said, what? (laughs) They said, we remember you. Your room smelled so good. Mm -hmm. And we talked about you. We don't believe in that holistic health stuff, but after you were here, We believed in it, and we're like, she's a poster child. She could be a poster child for this stuff, because you were, like, you never looked like you had any kind of anything happen to you, and you glowed, and you, and I said, well, I did have a Qigong session, a Reiki session, a healing Mm -hmm. touch session, Mm -hmm. and the oils. I said, but, you know, yeah, and they're just like, we've never seen anything like it.
2: (laughs) right, and that that's so, so true, you know because it, it just gives you such all of those combined and and even all of the yeah. each of, you know individually uh gives you such a lift and it right. just gives you such peace yeah. i I will tell you that before I called you this evening i'm I'm upstairs in my sacred space actually, and um before I called you. Tonight, I thought, okay, well, I'm a little nervous about this because I don't know what questions I'm going to be asked. But what I did was I said, okay, Kathy, Reiki, Reiki, Reiki. So I started doing Reiki on myself and then sprayed around my uh, clearing your sacred space blend that I have made, and I immediately began to feel peaceful and calm. And I thought, okay, why why did you get so nervous? You know, but it does. <laughs> it just it just right. works. It does work. And uh, I tell you, I have a T-shirt. My students give me T-shirts all the time as gifts, but I have oh. one that says on the front of it, it says, "If you don't, uh, if you believe in essential oils, they work." And on the back of it it says, and if you don't believe in essential oils, they still work. So they do, you know, they work. And so does the Reiki and so does the Healing Touch and all those different uh, holistic therapies, they all work. And it's amazing uh, how you feel when you use them and when you do this. It's just uh, um, no pill can match it.
1: Right, right. I <laughs> yeah. I agree totally. No, yeah. I agree. So Kathy, I I saw on your Facebook page today. I looked at all those products that you're making, and you were <laughs> so sweet. You know, I you know a lot of my family and my um, well family received your products at Christmas, and they still are talking about them. You Good. have a gift. Oh my gosh, you have a gift, and you know, and I I just really admire and respect you, and so. Tell us about your products. Tell us about your classes. Tell us about your website because people will be listening to this for a long time to come. And listeners, if you do have a question for Kathy, all you have to do is press one pound on your phone and then I will bring you live on the air. But first I want Kathy to tell us how we can find her again after this.
2: Okay. uh, My website is www.lavendermoon.biz, B-I-Z and i do have a lot of my products listed there but not all of all of them i mean there's no way i could list them all and i don't have as much time to spend working on my website as i would like to because i do it all myself I want to take all of my own pictures and put them on there with an explanation. And I I always tell everybody that if you go to my website looking for something and it's not there, you can't find what you need, please either email me or you're more than welcome to call me or to text me because uh, I will gladly work with you on what it is you're looking for or what you need. And if you want to email me, you can email me at Kathy and that's spelled with a K, kathy at lavendermoon.biz. And I will give you my number because my number is posted on my website anyway. But it is 573-535-0074.
1: Okay, now, people listen to this show all over the country and actually in other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. So can you do, like if someone wanted a consultation with you, can they do a phone consultation with you? Yes, most
2: definitely. Uh, I will do a phone consultation, and they can pay me by credit card.
1: Very easy to do. Okay. okay. Very
2: easy. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, and as what far kind as
2: consultations, of... you know, here you can call me, and we can. I can set up an appointment with you for a consultation. And I do them... If you're in my area down here, I can do it in my home. If you're not, if you're in a St. Louis area, somewhere up in that direction, then uh, I do the consultations both at Cheryl's Herbs and at Pathways in oh, South I didn't County. I did you
1: were at both. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'll remember that um, for referrals. And then what classes or events do you have coming up?
2: Okay, well, um, I teach workshops at Pathways, on the first Saturday of every month. And sometimes they, it's always related to essential oils somehow, or herbs, actually. And, um, but I do it the first Saturday of every month from 11 to 1.30, and in order for you to, be, to attend, you need to call and sign up through Pathways. And their number is 314-842-0047. And my classes there are limited to the number that I can have. Uh, And I know that the next class coming up in October, it is already booked full. But that's my Halloween class. So we do the fun side of essential oils, and we do spells and potions, (laughs) (laughs) which is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and um, I ask them to all come in costume. But then we're going to do one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's. Yes, it's fun. And if they come in costume, then they get their name put into a drawing for a prize at the end. But then uh, in November, I'm doing my Christmas workshop. And in that one, we will make different products that you can do as gift-giving items, and they won't be really expensive items. So if, if you want to make a bath salt for somebody, you can learn how to make a bath salt or a body scrub and make six or seven of them to give out to people in your family. Um, but I do that, like I said, the first Saturday of every month at Pathways. I do workshops also at Cheryl's Herbs, but not on a regular basis, so that you would have to check their website to see what classes are coming up. Um, right now, I'm, I had just started my uh, Aroma 101 Foundations course. It's a certification course. It's a 40-hour course. And at the end of the course, you will be a certified aromatherapist level one. I just started that in September, and it will finish right before Thanksgiving. Now I'm going to be starting another one in the spring, both at Pathways and at Cheryl's. I don't have a date yet for Cheryl's, but the date for Pathways is going to start April the 18th.
1: Okay. And I'm okay. also
2: right, I'm also yeah, no, I'm right sorry. now... Okay, I'm also right now just started the advanced course in September. The advanced course is much more intense, but you learn a lot more. It's, it's much more involved with the essential oils. That takes eight months to complete. And we do that one full weekend a month. And then you have the rest of the month to do all your assignments because there's a lot of them.
1: So oh, that I one know. I, won't I start know. start again. From our, <laughs> dear, you know, our dear mutual friend and I was there one night, yes. and I said, "What is that binder?" And she said, uh-huh. "From my aromatherapy certification class." I'm like, "It's filled!" And she goes, "Mm-hmm." And mm-hmm. I went, "Oh my goodness!" And you know, and she, you know, I I know. I mean, but you know what? I I like that you're so thorough because. You know, when you look at digitalis and you look at echinacea and you look at all of these different things, they come from plants and they're medicines. These That's are right. medicines. That's they're right. God's medicines. You know, like digitalis right. comes from you know, the plants that are growing and mm-hmm. all these other things mm-hmm. come from these plants that God God gave us everything we needed. You know? Right. Everything we needed. And um so I'm really I'm I'm grateful that you're as thorough as you are with teaching your students.
2: Well, the classes are always a lot of fun. I try and put as much fun into it as I can. And they do learn to make a lot of different products. Um, And it's, it's well worth it. And if anyone is listening and they're out there and they want to know more about this, they are more than welcome to call me or to email me about these courses. I will gladly share more information with them about it.
1: So, Kathy, I know you're a guest um, speaker at a, at a lot of different groups, you know, mm-hmm. stress reduction, you know, women going through breast cancer or, or any kind mm-hmm. of cancer. So for listeners who are saying, how can I boost my immune system, what is your recommendation for someone who knows their batteries are a little bit low? and maybe they've been through a stress, maybe they've been through a loss, maybe they, you know, there's all kinds of things that affect right. the immune system. So for someone just basic, what would you recommend? Uh, and we only have a couple more minutes, so what, mm-hmm. what, is, what would you recommend?
2: Okay, well, actually, what, I, what I'm going to have, the way I'm going to answer this is there are several essential oils that will are, are known to boost the immune system, but... For me to just say this, 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 and this, as far as essential oils, that would be difficult to do because each person is treated as an individual. And so I would need to talk with, a, with that person and find out what's going on in their life, what is the source of their issues. Because that is what we do as aromatherapists. We don't just work with syst- uh, symptoms. We get, try to get to the source of what's going on. So if somebody's immune system is low because they haven't been feeling good or because they've been under a lot of stress, then I would probably look to those essential oils that are going to help with relieving that stress, giving them a boost, um, which would I would first go with some of the citrus oils. So it's just going to depend on that individual. And that is one of the things we I really stress when I'm teaching my students is that we we can't make... Uh, one product that's going to work for everybody. Something that would work for you, Cindy, probably may not even work for me. You know, we we have to work with the individual.
1: Right. It's and not and,
2: That's right. And there's so many essential oils out there, like I said, that will help with boosting that immune system. That it's hard to choose just just a couple. You know, but I understand. It, it, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I do. But you know, the citrus ones, just so you know, anytime you can get your body an alkalinity, that's the goal. And right. you know when 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 we're acidic, that's when our body has a hard time staying uh, exactly. healthy. Mm-hmm. And so anything and people think, oh, so I'm taking a citric acid oil to put me back in balance. Yes, you are, because the body knows what it needs. And um, and it, it you know any time that we're sick, we have to immediately go to alkalinity. And mm-hmm. um, and it's impossible to eat like it takes almost a whole. Table full of greens to get you back into alkalinity, and the essential oils are just so so much faster. You know, not that not that I I don't recommend eating healthy as well, but the whole deal is this: we're not all the same. And you know, I love Kathy that you have stressed that, and our Mm -hmm. um, everything's different. But okay, so here we go. We're going to be off the air in a minute. I just want to repeat. Kathy's website is lavendermoon.biz. Her phone number is 573-535-0074. Um, you can call her. She does consultations over the phone. She teaches uh, in St. Louis. Uh, but she if you had enough students, I'm sure she would come to you. So right. there you go. And then I just want to mention with Spirit Seeker, um, you can find us online at spiritseeker.com. Send us an email to info at spiritseeker.com to be added to our email list next week. My uh, once a month guest, the first Thursday of every month, is Beatrix Quintana. She will share the moon manifesting cycles for the month of October and the astrology for the month of October. And then for the first time ever, Cindy Meyer is doing all the shows next month. Um, doing readings and talking about feng shui and all kinds of wonderful things. So this is unusual. Normally I have guests every week. In October um, I have a guest one week and then the other three weeks is a Cindy Meyer show. Um, Just mixing it up a little bit and trying new things. I want to thank all of you. Please let your friends know that they can listen to this show uh, at their leisure. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash. Meyer, thank you all. Kathy, thank you. From my heart to yours and from my nursing body to your nursing <laughs> body and my body and spirit. I, well, you're you know, welcome. I, I adore you. So thank you so much for taking the time to be my guest. And, well, um, and thank
2: you for having me. Okay.
1: All right. I Good do night, appreciate everyone. it. Okay. All right. Great. I'll, okay. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. okay. Good night, everyone.
0: that's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax.